Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is a HeadGum Podcast. No, no. Wait, first thing I want to do. First no, thing I take do. a second. First thing I want to do. Joyful, joyful, Lord, we adore thee. And in my life, I put none before thee. Before I was a youngster, see, I came see. to know that you was the only way to go. So, see, I figured you was gonna do that song, but you were I supposed to, to continue. But see, but the thing is, I wanted to do uh, the other one. If you oh, want to be ha- somebody. What was that? No, I'm just Oh, happy day. <laughs> oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus was. When Jesus was. <laughs> Wait, I have a real question. Is it when Jesus washed or it, watched? I thought. I thought. Washed. 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 Oh, yeah. Washed my sins away. Hope, how does the other like song? you wouldn't watch okay. your sins? Uh, what was the one? Uh, if you wanna be somebody, but it was the other one. Uh, if you wanna go the other, uh, the one they were chanting in the classroom. All, back in the day, I always used to say sardines and pork and beans. What is it? Cold greens. Remember when they like, they're like chanting cold greens. Like remember, like in the classroom when she first comes in. Like, oh yeah, they're just like well, I don't remember. Uh, uh. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember what they were saying. Then there was another thing that they were saying when they were in the rap circle. They were like, make it up on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) Is that how he did it? It Honestly, it was something like very like obvious. Like that That was that was no. no, My favorite part. part, Anyone knows? Wait, my favorite my favorite part is is when they're like showcasing that they can rap, and they're like, check it. Mary had a little lamb. This was white as snow, and everywhere the Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. Check it. And that was it. They're like, you're welcome. And she's like, wow, we've got skills in this. I was like, that's nothing. You didn't right. do anything. <laughs> oh, it wasn't man. impressive at all. But all right. one girl, I felt so bad because she didn't know Mary had a little lamb. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not that embarrassing, honestly. See, that's the only part. You picked the good part. Uh, wait, but my favorite part is... Uh, oh, hand motions. Because you know that I'm down with G-O-D. You down with G-O-D? Yeah, you know me. You down with G-O-D? Yeah, you know me. You down with G-O-D? Yeah, you know me. Who down with G-O-D? All right, let's start. They're dancing in this studio. Wow. 
guys, this is going to be a good podcast. <laughs> Nick, play that music. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drum Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Yup, yup. Uh, and we kicked James off the show. We didn't kick him off. He, I said it. We he came. He showed up. We locked the door. Not, none like, of this is true. Get out of here, third. All right. <laughs> so James the third is is the he is acting right now. <laughs> he has a paid performance that he's doing. I well, like the, to say that theatrical performance. Out. Oh, that's right. He's doing theater here mm-hmm. in New He's York City. He's doing theater in New York City. Anyway, but we have an amazing guest. I'm going to do drum rolls. Wait for him. I'm going to do drum rolls. Oh, He's drum not rolls. good at this. Okay. Hold on. You're going to love it. Wait. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stop staring at me. Oh, I do drum rolls. I'm waiting for you to do I, the don't drum Don't look at me, though. Look, what? Uh, don't look at you. You're staring at me. Don't look at oh me. Oh my god! All right. Okay. I'll look at the no, ceiling. You're, think, I you're thinking about looking at me. I know you're thinking about it. Okay. All right. All right. Wait for. Okay. There we go. <laughs> now, what do you think that sounds like? <laughs> Not drum roll. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, I, but I do appreciate it. I was know? trying to make it like festive and like. Do I have a hip hop horn? Okay, it's Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi Perigen is here. There we go. Pew, 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 pew. Writer for Broad City. Hi. And also, wait, you? I don't know. Do we talk about that? No. Okay. <laughs> what <laughs> an amazing stand-up comic! Yeah, I've seen you do stand-up a couple of times. How was it for you? Um, it was a great experience for me. That's great. Both That's times, I saw it hear. twice. It was like it's good to hear. out of body. I felt like I was on stage with you, and I yeah. was like, that was a very welcoming experience. And you host? God. There's the dog. And you host a uh, a show here in New York City with your husband, right? I do. It's called In Stereo. Two comics, one stage. Because someone else had a show called Couples Therapy, which was our <laughs> original title. Um, we received a cease and desist order oh, immediately. Wow. That show don't even exist anymore. Oh, no, right? that's... Oh, they wow. came on real strong to the point where they were like, not just change the name, they wanted us to not do the show anymore. Whoa. Wow. Obviously, that doesn't you make any sense. Mentally They're illness. not here, so... That's whatever. like somebody saying, like, you can't do a sketch show because I have a sketch show. Yeah, it's like, chill out, man. It's like, hey, Couples sorry, man. exist. Bunch of people like, yeah. I know. do the same thing. I know. But anyway, in stereo. In third stereo. Tuesday of every month. That's how we do. That's awesome. Um, so today we are reviewing the film Sister Act 2. Sister Act 2, y'all! Back in the habit. Back Woo! in the habit. Starring Whoopi Goldberg. Double meaning. Habit is in... Repeated action and habit as in nun's outfit. Do you get it? I, I oh, get we it. Got it. See, that's a writer we right there. It. She knows we got those it. double entendres. And and the screen debut of uh, the Lauren Hill. It is the uh, the film debut. The film, of debut. film Hill. debut. That's the film correct. Was she Hill. making? Was she the Fuji's one? It's actually the film no. debut of Jennifer Love, Love Hewitt. Hewitt. I was going to say Jennifer oh, Love Hewitt, <laughs> but I didn't want to undermine the Black Power. Well, yes, what, what was the, what was the actress's name from? Um, she's done Best Man Holiday. Uh, she is in this movie as one of the one of the when they have the the three soul singers. Oh, okay. Uh, she is one of the soul singers. Like if you watch the Best Man Holiday, oh. she's the she's the wife of uh, Morris Chestnut. Right. And if you watch the she's Best amazing. Man, she is the person that the fight is all about. Oh. I got go- I got to Google her. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I know so, what you're talking about, but I don't mm-hmm, know her name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we have to talk about this just right off the bat that we're doing Sister Act two instead of Sister Act. The original. Right. Because here's the thing is like, this is, I feel like a quintessential 90s film. It's so good. Yes. Yes. 
And for some reason, preach, brother. Everybody, <laughs> it's like I feel like everybody our age, people who grew up in the '90s, remember Sister Act two way more than they remember Sister Act one. Keep yes. it going. But Sister Act was actually the more financially successful and critically successful. Let's film. focus on Sister Act two. You losing me? Go back. I'm, Go I'm back. just saying. I'm just saying. It's just an interesting, and I think maybe it's because they were kids. Right, it well, was the high school. It was the, the music. I feel like the music hit the too. Music I think the music was the hit jam, harder, and it was like putting her like because it was one thing for her to go into this world of stuffy nuns, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Now she's gonna take it to the streets. You know, this is like right on the heels. I'm sure of Dangerous Minds, or or did it come first? I don't know which one inspired yeah, which, but I, I feel like going into first. the inner city and talking street truth to the youth was a very big in the '90s. Oh, oh my goodness! Do you guys remember that that group, City High? Dangerous uh, minds C-I-T-Y, came out a year you can't see why is, these it, guys, the neat guys, smart and streetwise. Stop it! Hope isn't the guy who who the 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 young gentleman the the one who was all about black pride. Wasn't he the lead singer from this city? High? Isn't he oh that high? one. Is what it, would you do if you saw yeah, that home? home on, on, yeah. on the be- that song really painted a picture. Yo, oh that, my goodness! I that know. song was a rich, vivid picture that I really could not dance to. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how catchy they made that beat, I was like, what? You got to sleep with a man for a little bit of money. I know. <laughs> the baby on the floor hungry. See, I was cool with it until I saw the music video, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, she just prostituted herself and went back home to her son. And his daddy's gone somewhere smoking crack. Ooh, good, ooh. <laughs> smoking um, rock okay, now. Okay, I'll say one yeah, thing before we start. Now. Yeah. Naomi, uh, Broad City. Okay. What, so, is, what is what is happening? No, 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 no. So we're doing Sister Act 2. Right. And um, there was recently an episode. So you're going to talk about that? So, yeah, Brawl City, right? So Brawl City. Brawl City, bitch. Brawl, Brawl City, they bitch. They did a reenactment. Yes. Of uh, a scene from Sister, Sister Act, Act 2. Act two. Yes. Yes. With Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. That is magical. It was, that was did you take, magical. Did you take part in this? I did pitch that idea of them I, doing I joy, so. joyful. Did joyful. oh my goodness! Uh, however, I did not. Uh, it never even occurred to me to you, get Whoopi that you could actually get. Yeah, that they could do. That. I was just more like they were like, "What should I, like when Alana leaves?" I was like, "What about a soulful gospel number?" They're also excited. Yeah, and then I was like, "Joyful, joyful!" Like we all know right. that, and it's also of that. Like obviously, as the writers room, we're all like within the same age range. Everybody knows that right. moment, you know. Right. But it was like a real. Whew, my heart had never been so touched. That's Man. amazing. That Sean Diston, you were in that scene as a token black dude. Congratulations, my friend. Because he was the, he was the, he was the black dude that was doing the doing the joy for joy for dance, and it was so exciting oh, to right. see that. I was like, <laughs> it was so exciting. I was like, look out! Now He's wait, I I do want to know, like, it, did Whippy know about the show? Like, did she know about Broad City? Or well, everyone knows about it. I oh, it's, it's Broad, Broad City. I mean, that is true. All of our our listeners definitely know about it. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, I think it's. Um, even if they don't necessarily watch it, you know what we find happens? Like if they reach out to somebody, mm-hmm. whoever their assistant is, or if they have kids, is like, no, this is a hot show. Oh, God. So it. even if the yeah. person is like, what is this program? Right. They're like, trust us. This is the thing to do. Right. Right. And that's like what will get them to be there. And then if you notice, too, they do a lot of celebrities who are New York based. That's true. So that idea, too, of like, can you just like come down here for half right. a day? Yeah, you know? And it was quick, too. It was like a quick thing. Exactly. Yeah, it was, like, exactly. it was fun. Yeah, and it's Sister Act, too. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I guess we should talk about this movie. <laughs> I mean, listen. Oh, can we? Oh, can we do one more thing before we before we talk about the movie? I'm so sorry. Right. I feel like we got to bring up one thing about the Whoopi Goldberg. What is it called when you've won a Grammy? Egot. 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 She won an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and a Tony. And a Tony. 
Woo! Whoopi Goldberg. And do you know her Tony is for producing Thoroughly for, Modern I, Millie? I, yes, I for not Thoroughly Modern. Not for her show that was on Broadway mm-hmm. and was and essentially launched her career. Uh, yeah, I thought it was for that, and then I looked it up. Yeah, it's for you. Just said it got, gave me chills. Yeah, <laughs> she's oh, the first. Uh, she was. Whew. She was the first African American woman to win an Oscar. Uh, before like. The first one was what's her name? Hattie McDaniel. Hattie McDaniel. Between her and between Hattie between McDaniel. Between her and Hattie, which is like what fifty-seven 60? years? Yeah, <laughs> like a wow. really long, fifty-seven years. I just um, made that number up, but it's. In I mean, it's part. something like that. It, <laughs> it honestly is because it was like ninety. Like, it was like nineteen thirty something. Yeah, she was like thirty-nine, the and then it was like. And Ghost, she won for Ghost, which came out in like best of ninety. Yeah, best. Uh, and she did, yeah, she didn't win for Color Purple, but she was nominated for the Color Purple for that was, that was her first movie, right? The Color Purple. Uh, I th- think it might have been her second, but I, but I think it was her first leading role for sure. And actually, it might have been her first. I think, movie. I think that was her first. Might have been her first movie. Oh, I just remember that one line that was so messed up. You show is ugly. It's like, oh man, how do you say that when somebody greets you at a door? That's yeah. like so hurtful. We're not talking about. We're not talking about right the color purple. Right We're now. talking about Sister Act. Yes, Whoopi Sister Goldberg. Sister Act Two. Back in the habit. Back in the so habit. As we've established, this is a movie made by a powerhouse. Okay, <laughs> this is a movie made by a woman with range, gravitas, um, abilities, both on and off screen. She can do comedic. She can do dramatic. She can sing. This movie is also directed by Bill Dukes, a black man. It was directed by a black man. It now was, that I love to hear. I didn't it was know that. Bill Dukes, as some of you may know from, um, sorry, I have a weird Bill Dukes <laughs> fact. Uh, Predator, which I think is one of the best action movies of all. He directed time. Predator. No, no, he's in. Oh. He's the. He's the. He's the. He, he's, <laughs> he's the, the dark skinned black. Dude. Oh, he's a black dude who dies. And he says, "I don't bleed." <laughs> he does bleed because he. He, 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 definitely he, dies. he dies in that movie, so he didn't make it out. Wow. So what you're telling me, he's a black director. He, oh. Early on. Yeah. He's a black director. Yes. Bill Dukes. Uh, Bill Dukes. Bill Dukes. Uh, so it. the film came out in 93, a year, just the year after Sister Act. I know. They were like, we got to do They're this. like, got to do it right Strike away. Strike while the iron's hot. Uh, yeah. Let's make a second one. Let's make a second one. Which could explain some of the... You yeah, know, they were really cranking it out. They yeah, cranking out. They had to work within Whoopi's window. That's She's like, I can give you true. four yeah. weekends <laughs> in November. This Let's movie lied it. to me, though. Why? I mean, you know, I, we're going to explain what the movie is. All right, but I wanted people to know that I went to a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. All right, from mm-hmm. kindergarten till senior year. Okay, and we had it when I was in fourth grade. Wow, you went to a Catholic school? Hit me out. Kindergarten and I, through senior yeah, year. Yeah, and my kindergarten through eighth grade was. This hood school, like how their school is in the right. hood. Yeah. Mine was in the hood. Were we you were taught like, by yeah. nuns as well? We were taught yeah. by nuns. Uh, so one of my favorite teachers, Sister Kenneth, got sick. We had a sub, right? Yeah. And I watched Sister Rack, and I said, yo, we can get her. <laughs> we gonna put, oh, we gonna wow. put glue in the seat. We gonna put, because she had a little cushion because no, she was short. Wow. She was short, so we put glue in the seat. Did you... Did you coordinate with some other? Oh no, we oh it was a thing. Every, every this, this is like this is like people gonna talk to her in the wow. hallway, be nice to her because she was yeah. a mean little sub. So we in there, <laughs> we in there putting, we put Got it. three different kinds of glue: regular Jesus. glue, regular glue, Y'all were industrial glue, and then what was it? Was it the, 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 the Elmer's? Yeah, Elmer's, Elmer's glue. The, the whatever the, the super glue, super glue. Put Jesus. that in the chair. You know what happened? She didn't sit. She sat, but not. She didn't get oh, stuck. Oh, she didn't get stuck. She didn't Nothing get stuck. got stuck. It just got sticky on her back. Yeah, I mean, you saw like lint on her butt. That's it? Yeah. That's it. I mean, that 
Honestly, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, now that I'm an adult, I know, but Sister Act lied to me. It's just like, it was like Home Alone. Like, if I thought people were breaking in my house, I was like, oh, snap, put up some traps. Yeah, I'll you just put some ornaments day. on the ground and I'll <laughs> survive. You know, save the day. Sorry, Braylock, you wanted to explain That's the movie. Hilarious. He loves, Braylock is really good about explaining the movie. No, I mean, I don't know if you know, but All right. like phenomenal. All right. Just a real, 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 real quick recap for those of you who've never seen Sister Act or Sister Act 2. Sister Act, basically... Uh, her name is Dolores? Dolores. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, this Vegas showgirl. Not a showgirl, actually. She make, she's a, right. a headliner. headliner. A headliner. A Vegas headliner. Yes. Um, in, in the original movie, she sees her boyfriend like murder someone. Mm-hmm. It's a white Goes dude. on the run. It's a white dude. It's like Ray Liotta or something. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, like Liotta. one of those. Yeah, one of those guys. yeah it's a yeah. type. Uh, and... <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually Ray Liotta, <laughs> but it's yeah. a type. And they, she, she, so she runs away. She gets put in protective uh, witness protection. Right. She gets put into this nunnery. She becomes the choir director of yeah. like this horror, like very terrible, you know, nun choir. <laughs> and then like gets them to sing these like kind of soulful renditions. She unlocks the flavor within. That's yeah. exactly um, Much right. to Maggie Smith's chagrin. Yeah. Okay, Maggie. Maggie Smith has looked 90 since she was 50. Oh no, and the thing is, Lord, this is 92. She looks this old. She like, looks Maggie exactly Smith. the same in Sister Act as she does on Downton Abbey. Honestly. Oh my goodness. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, and uh, and of course, you know, she wins over Maggie Smith, and she wins over every all the nuns, and then and they like, like quiet. There's a quiet little sister, oh, one yeah. who's there's like a very delicate, quiet, quiet, and she's like, "You can sing," and she yeah. lifts her up, and, yeah, and she sings good. What's and the, the Pope song? comes, and the Pope. What's the song from that? It's ain't the no, s- uh, ain't no, no mountain high. No, no that's no. It, I don't she think sings so. that, but it's like a man, like uh, nothing you can. That's it. Nothing my you yeah, can my God can turn me away from my God, God. instead of my God. Get it, yeah, my man. God. Yeah, yeah people. Yeah. Just, yeah, people singing church songs. Man, yeah. I feel like I'm back in DC. So was cool. doing it anyway. So that was that movie. <laughs> then this movie, honestly, the setup is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> they what just is it? they, they had a month and a half to write it. <laughs> they basically kind. just come to her and they're like, "Hey, so now." We're all teachers at yeah. some school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, like, yeah. you kind of get the... It, the movie makes it feel like they've been teachers at the school for a long time, even though, like, they couldn't possibly have been. No. And so they're like, we're teachers at this school, and um, it's hard, so maybe if you come in, you can help. But... Well, they're, like, in danger of being shut down. They're going to lose yeah. that funding. Which they don't really know. Well, no, Maggie, Smith, Maggie Smith said, I've been speculating this for months now. So I okay. feel like okay. and they, when they come to her, they're like, we're on a so mission. they, they kind of do. Oh, right, like, right. And they, they don't know what it is, but oh, we're right. on a mission. They know that the school's going down, and they're like, come help us. Basically, yeah. it's like, the kids are brown, you're brown, can you help us? Right. But there was some white kids like, in there, though. I was like, look at this. There's some Love white kids, some Puerto Rican kids. Jennifer Love Hewitt and Frank. Frank K. Frank K. Frank K. Where is that actor? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so many actors. Like, where are you now? Where are you now? The, uh, the, the woman, oh, I gotta look up her From name. From Hocus Pocus? The woman who couldn't. Anthony Jimmy? Who didn't uh, know, uh, know the woman who didn't know the uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Uh-huh. She uh, was oh. the mother in this Nickelodeon show called Sea yes. Dad Run. She stay work. Starring my friend Rami Yusuf. Oh, oh my God! The one yeah. with um Bayo with Scott Bayo. Uh, she was Scott Bayo's wife in the show. See that? It's so funny because I was looking and I was like, man, she looks so familiar. And I was like, yeah, of course she looks familiar. You've seen this movie before. And I was like, no, something else. And then I looked yeah. up her credits. She and I was like, see that? Run. 
Rami is nice. I texted Rami. Watches your stuff. I texted Rami. I was like, she's in Sister Act 2. And he's like, all right. Why are you you texting me this at 2 a.m. in the morning, which is when I watch this movie? (laughs) No better time. No Um, better time. Anyway, so uh, basically, yeah, they're just like, hey, come help us. She, She comes. She... She helps. She gets these kids to like singing, and they start singing. And then they're just like, honestly, like two thirds through the movie, later. they're like, "Oh, by the way, there's this contest where we could win like ten thousand dollars and not shut down the school." Yeah. Which yeah. I was like, "Why didn't you just make that the thing from the get go?" Right, that well, they would have yeah. like, "Hey, there's a it competition. Makes, we need you to come, like, right. bring these kids and yeah, turn them around." But they didn't know until they, they cleaned out know. the music room right, that they, they had to clean it out. They found all the truth. I know. And then they exactly. were in a choir. They were in music class, so she made them into a yeah. choir. Right. Uh, so Lauren anyway. Hill too, y'all. My Lauren Hill. And then, of baby. course, they saved the school with the beautiful rendition of "Joyful, Joyful," which oh. you all probably know, even if you've never seen the movie. I know it's a great. Uh, movie. All right, first thoughts, <laughs> initial thoughts. Where were we? Twenty five minutes in. Twenty one ten. What are you looking up? I'm trying to look up that song, man. The pork and beans song. All right. Okay, well, so what you, I'm gonna yeah. say. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Now. I also, like, at the time that I watched that, I was also in, um, I guess maybe I just left Catholic school. I went to Catholic school from pre-K wow. to, you went to fifth grade, school? and then I went over to private school on the okay. upper side. Really big change. Um, now, I really identified with Lauryn Hill. I wanted to be a singer very badly. This is all, like, I ever, mm. I was like, this is it. This is the dream. And, um, you know, the mother was like, put down that music. I know. You know? Oh, man. Um, and my dad wasn't around either. I was like, oh, my God, this is my life. This is my story. I oh. truly, truly relate to all oh, of this. Man. And That's amazing. Um, so that movie has always touched my heart. Like, there's something about Sister Act 2 where I'm like, and it is. It's just so of its time. Like, it is... 1993. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Like the so. out, like the outfits when they take off their choir robes. They're yeah. like, we're gonna be ourselves. Right. I was like, you all look like you're on Clarissa Explains It All. Exactly. <laughs> it is like large flannel, cross colors, tights under yeah. ripped jean shorts, yeah. and I was like, oh, this then, is. Then life. the dudes had on like the jean shorts that went to like their ankle. ankle, and it's like, yo, put on pants there, bro. Yeah, you put on pants. <laughs> Yeah, the backwards caps, the sh- those colored shades. Oh, yeah, the shit. Man. Uh, Which is now back in style. You're right. Um, 20 years, what is it, 30-year cycles or something like that? They talk yeah. about fashion. Anyway, so that my, I, I feel like I didn't see this. I definitely didn't see this when it like first came out. I think I saw it a couple years later, probably on TV. Yeah. But I liked it because of the music. And I yeah, think, yeah. I think, yeah, I like, I liked this more than Sister Act. I did. I liked this more than Sister Act. Yeah, that's fine. I the music you. was so good. Everybody was on jam. Lauren Hill blew us all away. Yeah. Lauren Hill? Come on. Yes, and this was yeah, before. The other girl who sang with her, too. Who was she? She's great. Who was she? She was I mean, probably in Escape or something. She who was knows? killing like, it in that movie. They were all in girls. They were all great. They all, all the singers. But I would say, like, the, and the Lauren Hill wasn't in the Fugees yet, actually. No, she, she was, was not. Lauren Hill right? started as an I did not know this, guys. You know Lauren Hill started either. as an actor? Yeah, she went either. to school with Zach Braff. She in went Jersey. to school with in Zach Jersey. Braff. That, yeah, the, the Jersey, Jersey. Jersey. And she was on like a soap opera. Oh, wow. Like Days that. of Our Lives or something Ooh. like that. Yeah, as a recurring character. Shut wow. And then this was her film debut. Wow. Yeah, and then, but because she sang so beautifully, yeah. you know, she also wanted to do music. And then, of course, obviously, the rest is history. She got into the Fugees and boom, boom, boom. Lauren Hill, Man. yeah, but uh, so she and she stopped acting, and she's so stopped. interesting. Yeah, well, she can't sing her own songs now because we we do we Naomi we talk a lot about rappers becoming actors, which, which seems to happen 
with a frequency that we are not comfortable with. It's so funny because I was literally just talking to Andy about this yesterday. We were on the we were going to a friend's house in Astoria, so we we're taking the Crosstown bus. And mm-hmm. first of all, there is a Scientology Center on 125th Street, so shit's gotten out oh, of yeah, On 125th? On 125th. 125th and 5th, I said, girl, <gasps> I lost my mind. I grew up in Harlem, so I'm also very yeah. emotionally attached to the changes. Um, and once the Scientologists came in, I said, this is a wrap. But I did not know that. I haven't I was seen saying, it like, yet. It's because like they make... Oh, yeah, because we were talking about Brandy. That's what it was, because he was like, Brandy Brandy has a new show. And I was explaining to him, like, Moesha. And then he was like, he was like, she was a singer? I just, and I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, they only let black people act once they've established themselves with music. So they're like, we need you to be like, Something you need else. to be famous. First. You need yeah, you to be need to famous. Else. They need, like, yeah. you need to pull I was like, your own audience. I was like, why do you think Mariah Carey was in Precious? Can we talk about it? Right. Like, like, God, literally, of all the actors, and I'm like, mm, just give it to a singer who's already doing their thing. Right. Always. 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 Exactly. You're guaranteed to sell a couple of tickets. You sell a million records. Oh, those are a million fans. Right. Exactly. Who might come to the movie? Because they're like, we can't take a chance on an unknown Negro. No, right. man. Don't let it. Because we all know on this show, we like to bring up, you have to be an exceptional Negro. Right. To do Which is so in interesting, though, so because I thought that this is what. I because by the time I saw the movie, Lauren Hill was famous for singing because she already. It was only like the next year that Fuji's like rocked, like the nation, and so I think I probably saw it like two years after this movie came out, and so I I I thought looking back like yep here's another instance where they took a famous black uh, singer, but mm. she actually was an actor first and she hadn't started her singing career yet, which is interesting. Um, but that being said, she's not the lead of this movie, and she doesn't. She actually doesn't get as much screen time as I thought she did. As you remember, it's as yes. I remember, really, because yeah, I think of her as definitely like she's the second lead. Like, she's yeah, she's yeah. Definitely second. Lauren. She's definitely the, the lead of the children of the children of well, the, teens, the, the, teens, the teens. teens, the teenagers. Under Whoopi, yeah, she's like the she's like the the, the kid that everyone is supposed to care about. Right? Isn't the mo- her mom the mom from Moesha? No, that I was not so. the mom from Moesha. Do not think I so. I know what you're thinking, and I always forget her name, too, the woman who plays that mother, because she was like, she was like woman. Her name like is Cheryl Lee Ralph. Cheryl Lee, Cheryl Lee Ralph. Cheryl Lee Ralph. She's been on so oh, many. Oh, wait a minute. Is she, she the mom from Moesha? She's the mom from Moesha. Oh, Moesha. Yeah. That was good. That Moesha. was a really good pull. You guys Moesha. are truly. Moesha. Honestly. Why well, used to watch Moesha like. That was a good pull. I used to love. Brandy was like. Brandy was my everything. Brandy I used to was childhood. dressed like Brandy. Yeah. Oh, Literally man. like. I wanna be dead. I didn't yeah. like when she put Ray J on the show though. Let's, that's a whole nother well, thing. I mean, oh, man. Ray J's made a lot of poor choices. Oh man. So, she put Ray J. Wait, so do we. Did you. Do we like this movie now? Oh, hold on. Let me get my initial thoughts. 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 Watching this movie, okay, right? Okay. I. When I didn't realize it until I went to the end credits where they're like dancing in the when white they did room. the it ain't no mountain yeah. high enough. I realized I <laughs> saw is, this movie better in than theaters. I oh, you did. This, I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing. I remember that part yes. and mm-hmm. seeing kids dance in the aisles and be like, "What's wrong with them kids?" Because I remember being young, be like, "What's wrong with them kids?" <laughs> So when you were funny. young, you were 19. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm <laughs> go, 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 go. And I was like, this is the thing about this movie. It's like, and this movie de- definitely has faults, but like watching it, I just remember thinking like uh on Saturday, where are movies like this? Where like where where are the feel-good movies where an African American or a person of color goes back into a bad area? And the thing is, all the kids aren't black hood kids. There's like white kids. No, not at all. I mean, right. there's like two Asians in the background. There are two there's Asians in the background? I mean, they don't talk. They don't talk. Okay. They don't talk. 
But there are two white girls. There's a white boy. There's a kid who loves being black. There's got to be an Hispanic <laughs> kid in there. I mean, yeah, it's a couple of Hispanic kids. Yeah. You have, you have like, to me, it was like, it was cool to see just a person of color go back to the, to the bad area mm-hmm. and make it better. And it's a feel good movie. Whereas if you look at like a dangerous minds or a blind side or like <laughs> any one of these movies, always like the, the white person who's like, oh, let me go help out these kids. And it's all Negroes most of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this one felt good just because it was just, and, and you know what? I went to a Catholic school and like, to me, Going to Catholic school in D.C., we had green and white uniforms, which was super corny. Right. Uh, this kind of made it cool to be at a Catholic <laughs> school for a, for a short period. It was like, yeah, it's true. you didn't get made fun of in the neighborhood for like a short period of time. I was like, you know what? I'm going to rock out with this. But it definitely had faults. But I was like, so what, man? It's like, so what? It was fun. Yeah. I think for me, it's just like, it's very much, a, it feels like a I mean, I guess it is, right? It's a children's. It's a kids, it's movie, a kids yeah. movie. It's like a it's like a family friendly film. I would call it an eight to thirteen. Eight to winner. thirteen. You know, like that's yeah. the age where you're like, I get it, and it's like still cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. the jokes, but yeah. you're like, yeah. And so definitely, like when I was like ten, it was it's a feel good movie, and because like the singing is so good, and I mean again, like it's Whoopi, right? So it's, it's Whoopi. She can just make it. She can make anything work. So, like, right. the jokes and, like, the cheesiness. Remember, like, when they do the fundraiser performance? And yes. she's, like, playing James Brown. Oh, so good. <laughs> like, it's, like, it was so good. only Whoopi. Only Whoopi. Only it's so Whoopi. good. This movie actually did, I mean, it didn't make a lot of money, but the budget was $38 mil. And it made That's a 50, big budget. It made 57 It made $57 million. So, I mean, it made, you know. The other movie, like, Sister Act, the original, made, like, $200 million, which is why they were, like, uh, did it? Let's go. Yeah. $200 million worldwide. Huge. It made, like, 130-something in America than, like, like China 80 some, gobbled it 80, up. 80, 90 something in uh, international. Oh, wow. No, not China. I know, I just made that up. I China's... <laughs> China would have gobbled Honestly, it Honestly, when they say bump. like black film, when they say like films with black leads don't do well internationally, it's China that they usually don't do well in. Right. It's just so interesting. We have some Chinese listeners. Tell us why. Tell us why. Talk to us about it. Talk, talk to us about, about that. So yeah, let's talk about, I mean, it's hard to talk. It's. I feel like this film is not much. Well, right. Which is why, you know, I was like, oh, do they expect a hard-hitting conversation? Right. I just more so was like, let's talk about a good time. Yeah. That I never there, want anyone to forget. All it is. So it's only because, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but they don't, they don't talk about her being black or, or race in this movie at all. They talk they? about race, like, seldomly. But So the best character... For race, for our purposes. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Kathy Najibi. Uh, is the, what's his name? Uh, Frank A? No, not Frank. Well, yes, it's Frank A's relationship with. With the bl- other black guy. Yeah, black dude, black dude. What's who his has name? to work. He has, he has a job. Oh, he wow. doesn't have a picture. That's his name why. is Stereo. Don't him. they call him like Stereo or Speaker? I mean, Speaker or something like that? Speaker? <laughs> speaker. <laughs> Don't they call him like No, because he, he had a slave name. No, you want you want the black. Dude, I'm the talking African. about the African dude. The African. Dude. Oh, the boy from City. The City High. Remix They're not called City High. Wasn't it? Are they called? Because the reason why I started seeing. Oh, I was seeing City Guys. Yeah, you're right. City High. Sorry. Oh, you were talking, talking about the TV show. That's why I was rapping that. You were talking, so talking about the like, TV show. Let me go on. And then, uh, hey, man, what happened to those TV? We had we had black people on TV the, back in the day. Okay, then I don't want to blame it all on 9/11. But Ooh. stay with me. Wait, what's stay with happening? Me. Stay <laughs> with me. I've lost complete control <laughs> of the podcast. Stay with me. Her brain is by itself. I'm so, sorry. It's be a rough podcast. I'm sorry to all our listeners. Okay, what's up? No, I've had a lot of time to think about this. Okay, the 90s were a wonderful time for black television. The 90s arrived. I wanted to be an actor as a child. It's still possible. Then, I don't know if at 9-11 happened, they were like, let's not get the brown people feeling too powerful. They yanked it off the air. It was like, not actually to coincide, that's obviously going to be, that's obviously misinformed hyperbole, but I literally (laughs) do mean that like, 
around 2000, 2001, those shows went away. We talk know? about it all the and time. And UPN, Underpaid UPN, Negroes, became CW. Underpaid Negroes. Oh, and they don't CW. Like CW lessons one or two. CW, I call that Caucasian woes. It went from <laughs> underpaid Negroes to Caucasian woes. Because every CW show is just like a sad, <laughs> sexy vampire. It's like, I'm a vampire. I'm, I'm making, but think about it, though. Because you had, like, I mean, this is super off topic. But if we think about even the movies. Like, we had Sister Act, Sister Act 2, right? Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg had that uh, other movie with Will Smith in it and uh Oh and Nia Long, Long and Nia Long and um, Ted Danson where it was like she she was Nia Long's mother yeah. and found out that her father would have been was white. Yeah, it was yeah. white, which is like a big deal because they were like very neo soul. Yeah. You know, it was like, What? I'm white? Yeah, it was crazy. And then I mean, think about T V me I mean, honestly it was a lot of UPN and W B, but you had like Moesha. I mean, even on Fox NBC you had like yeah, Martin. All of you had too. freaking I mean, it live in color. I mean, even I would even get up to Homeboys in Outer Space. I know that was they the beginning made it of the season. end. That was the beginning of the end. They made, yeah, it was Homeboys in Outer Space. That right. was when it all kind of went south. Yeah, you know? now we, we got said. two black shows, and now everybody is so happy. Wait, okay, they good though, but I mean, there is something that happened there that I don't understand. I we, don't know. I got sad. Okay, <laughs> here's what. I, honestly, I'm trying to find this dude. Oh, Ryan Toby That's is the guy's name? name. His last name is Toby. I don't, <laughs> I was saying, anytime I hear the his name, name Toby, is Ryan Toby, Ryan Toby, stop saying his last name. Man. I'm just trying to find out what else he did. Like he like disappeared from the face of the earth. You want to tell what happened to he him? Only he's only been in. Wait, okay, he's an actor. Omar Gooden took all he his jobs. He never did it. He never did acting again. Omar Gooden took oh his job. Oh, he was a teacher assistant in some. This is not a real movie. In, an, in a movie called Prison Song, this is not a real movie. Oh, it's pro- it's, no, it sounds like a, that sounds like one of those. Q-Tip um, is in it. Okay, now I should have had oh. us watch that one. In 2001. Yeah. He was uh, a teacher's assistant. That was going, that's down. That's was down he not down. amazing in this movie, though? He had emotion, man. What I, happened? I, I wonder why range. he stopped acting. What, what he else? Who's going to put that dude in? What do you mean? Like, he was we, a like, great actor. That, I understand what you're saying, but he was, he was, I'm going to say it, he was a bigger black man. And he was light skinned. What movie are you gonna put him in? He can't be the rough nigger, but he can't be the rough guy. I'm talking to you. Know who I'm right oh, about the little African dude again. Yes. <laughs> Why do you keep talking about that other guy? Because the other guy, the other guy felt like he had emotions. He like he was sad when he had to go to work. <laughs> he was. Sad. I know. First of all, I don't even remember. I don't even okay. Remember the other okay. Dude. okay for the talk? listeners, I feel like I'm in <laughs> that barbershop scene and coming to America. <laughs> like I just walked in. To seven old black men, all played by Eddie Murphy, <laughs> having a conversation right. with each other. All right, all right. I'm uh, taking it back. I'm taking it. I'm taking it back. Let's go. Bad. We're getting. Oh, we're we're going to refocus. We're going to refocus. All right. Okay. Are you gonna count the three? Let's reset at three. One, two, three. Okay. So there's a kid who's played by Ryan Toby. His name <laughs> is Amal. Amal. That's his. That's the new name that he gave right, himself, right? Right, right, Because he had a slave name that his that his his parents adapted to his American culture. Right. Right. Now, right. he was slinging some truth bombs all <laughs> over the place, but he was made to be, and it was it was funny, honestly. He was made to be like they they never really undermined him too much, but they did like they were kind of like let's j- make it a little joking, so we don't want to get too serious here. This movie is not serious. 
But he was saying some like he immediately was like when Frank A was like rapping, he was like, "Why do you have to culturally appropriate?" Which is <laughs> 1993. Which I, I was like, I was like, this is amazing because is we're taught we're still struggling with this thing now. The Kardashians are wearing box braids right now, and people oh. making it like they invented box braids. You ain't seen. I seen Katy Perry with braids. Like the poetic Justin braids. And they're oh, like, oh my no. goodness, braids are in style. Janet Jackson, a warm and poetic Justin. I know. Yeah. So Sorry, you go ahead, bro. He was doing that. that. He was singing. So basically, though, that, that was his character. He just did that. Mm-hmm. No, Lauren Hill, you're right. Lauren Hill was the only kid who actually had any story whatsoever, any like kind of story arc. The other dude, like, we just saw, we saw one scene where he's like, he's like, get back to work. And then the next day he's like really tired. That's why he sleeps in class. But that's pretty much it. They don't develop that anymore. Because there are too many characters in this movie. There are too many kids. I think the idea is like, okay, let's show you a little bit more of the world, right? Whenever you do something in school, the only kid who's good, the only person you're going to invest in is the one who whose home life you see anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I feel like they were like, well, okay, who are going to be the ones? And then they were like, let's sprinkle it in. I mean, I love the woke young black boy. He was like my favorite, and I feel like. I think they did it. What they basically did was they let him say all that stuff, but they just set it up as stuff he says all the time. He says it all so the time. So nobody has to be like, what do you mean? Yeah. It's literally just like what he says. And so everybody's like, be quiet. They're like, know. okay, like, you're going on about it again and again. Right. But it's like part, but they don't, they don't say like, you stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says something to um, the, the black women in his class at one point when she's like, uh, what is it? They talk about like, they, they can't leave their boyfriends or something. It's like, oh, uh, when we go, we we supposed to do. We can't go to where is it Hollywood. We got our boyfriends here or something like that. And uh, Whippy goes where there's a bunch of boys at other schools. And he says something real quick. What is it? Something my Nubian. Like he said something real quick about his Nubian sisters. And I was like, bruh, God bless you, man. <laughs> yeah, he said. Like, he was also super smart too. Like. <laughs> Frank A once he was like, oh, she's talking about electric. He's like, I'm not electric, idiot. It's eclectic. And I was like, <laughs> my yeah. man knows words like eclectic up in high school, Can son. Can we also say this one thing? <laughs> my man was rocking a koopy throughout the entire, the entire movie. movie. And Real. he was cool, though. He wasn't like a nerd. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, because I actually had a different, my memory of the movie was different. I thought he was like kind of picked on and not. No. popular but he was actually like one of the cool people he was one of the yeah. kids he was, he was one like of the kids in it. He, he had a he had the first solo he had the first okay. solo he had the first and he, solo and hit that high note he was oh, ready man, to was fight oh. like he was ready to fight frank k at one oh, point listen, man, this is my thing yo frank k frank all right k. frank k had on a fitted hat yo body shorts <laughs> and was rapping talking about some hey man i ought to check frank a too bro hey man don't be coming in this school frank k I know. all right he was giving eyes to lauren hill i don't know if y'all peeped the eyes he no was giving. i did not peep he was him giving eyes to lauren he hill was giving, he was giving a little side eye and i was like who is frank k looking at right now Ooh. only Gerard noticed oh i was noticing yeah, frank k you're the only one because i think they tried to set him up to be with jennifer love hewitt see i at thought the end, uh, they see, were like they did, they did. make they them did. all couplies or friends they or whatever him and Jennifer Love, or you know, right? Who's her character was just she. She said no she's a, she liked to make makeup. She was like it was amazing how <laughs> few words she said, and that's what I mean. Like when you go back to some of the stuff in the nineties, right? And you look at that movie. Who would have thought Jennifer Love Hewitt's ass would have stayed work? She well, was the one. She was out of all of those yeah. kids. She was the she most popular the actress. Most. Yeah. None uh, of them did a- anything nearly as big as Jennifer Love. Ken like, Harley Waite was a great movie guy. Lauren Hill could have, I think. If she wanted to, but she did music. So, but that's it. That's it. That is interesting. Um, You never know, you know. Though I I shouldn't actually. The actress that I was talking about, 
she's 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 working. She's like a worker. She hashtag stay work. She stay work. Can I can I ask one thing about Whoopi though? We got to talk about Whoopi. That's what we're here for. Honestly, we're here sorry, to talk I'm, I'm about, about Whoopi. This movie. Y'all got me talking about the 90s out I here, I know. Man. We're having fun Shit. with this movie, but we need to talk about Whoopi. I, I, and again, I didn't know how much the first one made. And even though this one did make a profit, um, I know it wasn't like, you know, a crazy yeah. amount. But the mere fact that Whoopi, I mean, honestly, like, Whoopi in the 90s, a black woman led a movie that came out in the summer. Like, that's huge. A we blockbuster. Don't have, we don't have black women in 2000. Yeah. Was it 2016? We ain't got black women coming out now. We ain't got a Puerto Rican woman coming out. <laughs> we ain't got an Asian woman coming out now in the summer leading the movie with her own. And nobody on this no. poster but Whoopi Goldberg. It says Whoopi Goldberg, sister. Who? Give me outside of Holly Berry and Catwoman, which came out in what 2004. What woman of color has led a summer headlined blockbuster? A blockbuster. Headlined a summer. Oh, you know what? I'm, I mean, I'm, you I'm have to. It's like, do you count Zoe Saldana's movies? So Saldana doesn't lead her. She own doesn't movies, lead them, and when they let her do it, she's blue or green. Yeah. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to hundred dollars per day and up to seven hundred and fifty dollars per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eat something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, on, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earning.com slash T-O-S for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast Smartless on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com 
and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, you open Google Chrome on your phone, you're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. And only yeah, because like, yeah, cause like Col cause Columbiana wasn't Oh, was that? Oh, I, I think that came out in like September. Oh, but I was thinking hey. about Guardians of the Galaxy or Avatar. Guardians of the Galaxy, of, Avatar, and uh, Star Trek, where she's like. But you know, I would, an I would give her. Uh, was it? Or she's an alien in Star Trek. She, she, no, she's a human. She's human. What, what's the other one? Columbia. What is it? Columbiana. Columbiana or something. That like might. That, that might. Point. I think it came out in September. Hey, hey man, look, we get. We take what we can get. That counts. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of anybody. I mean, Lucy Liu. What the movie Lucy Liu lead? Charlie's Angels. Man, Lucy Liu is the angel. Uh, ballistic X versus Sever. God, you really got some deep cuts in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> because there's not that many. I've been trying, we've been researching this stuff. Honestly, so so Naomi, like we've people have been saying, like you need to do more films with leading uh, black actresses, and we were like, we know. There are, <laughs> There, I mean, and I, we haven't, we have, there's, there are enough to do for our podcast, mm -hmm. but in the reality of the scope of things, there are not that many, well, which is course. crazy. And a lot of like people have suggested a bunch of Whoopi titles <laughs> <laughs> because like Whoopi, it's like Whoopi takes up a huge, other than like he's saying, it's like Whoopi, Halle Berry, how many black women have had long careers as leading black actresses? Yeah. I, not, many. not many. Not so many. So what do all. we think it is about Whoopi that like she was able to kind of just beat that trend? You she know what I mean? She was a legend already. Why was she well, able? I think yeah, I think it's like Whoopi was already because she had already gotten her Oscar. Yeah, but she got her Oscar for yep. Ghost. So she right. was already so it was like she was already like this big name. Also, let's not even talk about when she did Ed, but. Yeah, that, that, that was that later on, but no, that was later, later. But I'm saying, like, she was at the point where she was like, she could do anything. And I think the thing with Whoopi is because she's funny, and I'll say too, because she's not traditionally attractive. Right. I think what that gave, like, it made her relatable. It mm. made her um, non-threatening. I was gonna say non-threatening, and it kind of like it allowed her to flourish in the comedic space. Whereas, if you notice, give me give me movies with black women where they're not downtrodden struggling right yeah give me the ones where they've led that they're not slaves right or they're not the help or they're right. not like any of those movies where they're not playing that um low status in the trenches so to speak character right and i think that like Whoopi was allowed to do it i mean lord knows like because also even like with hallie she could do other things like she, you know she could be the the romantic lead um Every now and then, a little hard-boiled, like, yeah. I'm going to hunt for the truth or whatever. But right. when it comes time to give her an award, it's for having sex with a white supremacist. Right. Yeah. So they're kind of like, stay and in your lane. He's like, the one who learned the lesson in that movie, too. Not her. Just saying. Right. <laughs> but no, but you think we'll about that. that. It's like, 
uh, for instance, to piggyback off when Naomi said, like, uh, when I think about Whoopi, Whoopi at this point already had an Oscar, and Whoopi has always been an outspoken person. Like, you know, Whoopi ain't playing was like Whoopi reminds me of that aunt or that grandma's like, I ain't doing that shit. And I feel right. like you wouldn't have got Whoopi to do a movie where she was a slave. Like she's just not like she has a a, a regalness to right. her. Like, which is interesting. To, I think so. There's two things that I was reading about. One is that her Broadway show, her one woman show, uh, which got rave reviews, and and HBO wanted to make a special out of it, and and did. Um, that's where Steven Spielberg saw her, was oh. her show. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to do The Color Purple, which is a book. Uh, now, that book does heavily deal with the black struggle. It's right. not slaves, but it's like... Right, it's still... No, you're still downtrodden. You're struggle. still downtrodden. You're uh, poor be- in the South, yes. struggling. Struggling. And, and so... And that's what she got her national attention for, right? Like, she was like... It was like the, the industry attention came from her one-woman show... And then the national spotlight came from The Color Purple, and she got a nomination, and I think won the Golden Globe, but didn't win the Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, yeah. Um, and so that happened, and then she was like, but because she did the show, uh, people were like, wow, she can do, she can be funny and serious, so we can put her in a bunch of things. And she had comic relief at the same time, right? And she had comic oh, relief right. come out uh, like a year, a, a year after something. Yeah. So it was like, boom, 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 you know. And, and like, yeah, basically what Naomi was saying. So she was able to start picking and choosing her own pro- projects. People complained that she was diva, of course. Because that happens if you're a woman, period. Like that happens if you're you a woman. Say, but if you're, if you're the only black woman yeah. who can greenlight a movie, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like and they're you, like, going to standards. cause you, yeah, and you standards. I'm like, she's difficult, right? I mean, the moment she probably they probably were like, hey, oh, we have this whole milk, and she probably was like, can I please have almond? And they're like, oh, this woman then lost her mind. <laughs> I don't want to work with her. She want almond milk. That's but what there's happened. one other thing I want to talk about, which is we've note- noted this for other people too, was that she was in with the kids. What do you mean? Like, she got to do family, like, her stretch, like, what continued oh, her stretch. Corinna, Corinna. Was family, that, like, uh, even this, yeah. Sister Act 2. You know what I mean? Oh, like, movies right. like Eddie. Eddie. Like, Eddie. The, yeah. they're, like, family-friendly movie. Like, she did mm-hmm. The Lion She was in The Lion King. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, we talked about this with Sinbad and who else? Well, we um, talk, well, Sinbad was the main one because we're like, you know, what, what happened to Sinbad. But I think, I think what helped. Oh, well, Keenan and Kel. Yeah, but I think what helped Whippy out though is that Whippy just didn't do, like, don't get me wrong, like we know Whippy from movies because we grew up with that. But I feel like as we started aging up, Whippy started doing a bunch of other things, right? right? So State Whoopi started television. doing, yeah, she started doing way more TV. Remember, she had her TV show, yep. at one point. Mm-hmm. Then she went on and she kept doing stuff on Broadway. And then after a while, she got on The View. So it's like you know her as this 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 She's icon already, yeah. you right? Know? Of course. She was like a born legend. I mean, if you want to be honest, like she was, she was, she was like, she came out with Color Purple. Color Purple hit so hard because it was this thing. And the reason I remember it because I read about it, it was like people of color were so upset that Steven Spielberg was on it. How could he take on this black book? Like it's whatever, whatever. And the movie came out and the movie was so good and so raw that when she hit, her first movie was an Oscar movie. Right. Yeah. Like immediately. And then after that, people who didn't see that movie, the next thing they saw was her teamed up with two of the most friendly, most popular white comedians of all time. Right. 
You know, like Robin Williams and uh, was it Billy Crystal? Two of the most right. popular right. white Billy Crystal on host the Oscar did, like seven. And then times. she and then so did Whoopi, right? right. Whoopi hosted the Oscar like four times right. because because she became what we talk about sometimes, which Will Smith has achieved. She became colorless. She did. She, she became somebody she who actually, was brown, but then, people didn't see as brown. And she actually became um, genderless. I she think, did uh, well, a little definitely. bit, even oh, though sure. even though she was a, a staunch feminist. Yeah, like but she, she was because she wasn't sexualized. She wasn't sexualized. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A, yeah. That's what I mean. She's, that's a, she's a woman, but she's very much like made asexual. I mean, even though it's crazy because it was such a big deal. She was like, I don't know if they were legally married, but she was with Ted Danson for a real long time. Right. He was hot like, in these streets. He thank was hot you. In these like streets. it was like Ted. Like yeah. Cheers. Right. Ted Danson and Whoopi. Right. And then she was also for a minute with like not a minute, like a while probably Franklin Jella. Right. Whoopi had some high wow. profile. Oh, Whoopi was out here winning. Whoopi. Right. But like who were like top of their game, the most popular ones. Actually, this is a good segue into back into this movie just for a little bit. They, uh, I read this New Yorker article that the original screenwriter for this film wrote. Uh, and he originally wanted Bette Midler to play mm-hmm. the yes, Whoopi's, you know, character. Whoopi's character. And he wanted to do a film that wasn't so PG. He wanted to be a more PG-13 he wanted to deal, uh, delve into the sexual, like, uh, like thinking of a nun, like what what kind of w- woman would go in uh, to nunnery? What are the like? So he he thought it was he thought it was funny to he thought it was funny and also interesting to have a uh, a hypersexualized a hypersexualized woman, woman in like a Vegas thing go into this nun environment. And when he did his research and stuff, he found out like you know. Um, uh, Lesbians used to go into nunneries mm-hmm. as a safe haven, um, be, oh. because like they could like they could be there and like it was it was it wasn't as easy for them to get uh, you know sink called out yeah because they didn't have to because they never had to marry a man because right. they took a vow of you know abstinence then nobody would question them right. so they could have their relationships inside of the nunnery anyway Disney didn't want any of that <laughs> <laughs> they're like no 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 um, and. Uh, eventually, Bette Midler dropped out, and then they got Whoopi aboard. And then this guy, after like all these notes, after they kept like watering it down, watering it down, and they were like, make it more fre- like make it more family friendly, make it more. He was like, all right, I'm done. And yeah. he didn't. He did talk once about uh, the relation in the in the original Sister Act. This that mm-hmm. uh, about the relationship uh, between her and I guess the. the was it the detective? detective? Detective, yeah. In the original movie, and like I think that detective was played by a Hispanic actor, and they were like, they were having this like, oh, we don't know what to do. Should we get a Caucasian or a black actor? Like, if we get a Caucasian, is that progressive, or will black people be upset? Like, she's so, already, so they didn't know, and so they were like, oh, and so one person was like, oh, Hispanic, that solves it, and <laughs> and then the guy, the screenwriter, was like. What do you think? Like, if a white person and a black person get together, they make an Hispanic baby? <laughs> and then he said that an executive said yes. And then he couldn't, t- he's like, to this day, I don't know if that executive was joking or not. Oh can, can I just God. say a side note? And Naomi, you're a writer. And this is, this is one thing that uh, uh, fascinates me. Yeah. I heard uh, a writer of a famous TV show, I'm not going to say the name of the show. Um, it rhymes with florals. Uh, <laughs> She said, you know, one of the reasons why there are no people of color on her show is because she doesn't know how to write that type of character. And maybe, and just, I, I'm just asking you to clarify, right. maybe I'm thinking writing or something else. Like, for instance, I Robin, think she's evolved her position since yeah, she pro- said no, that. No, she, she's had to. But my thing is, like, and I feel like this might still be a thing where it's like, I feel like if you write a character, right, you don't have to write it 
for a black person, like say you wanted to write like a female teacher, right, who was going through a struggle of being a teacher and being sexualized, you could just write that character without specifying the race of that character, right? Um, yes, of course you can, but you know, and I think this is not even just as a writer, but also I think we can all say like as actors, uh, Caucasian is considered the norm and the baseline. Right. So unless you say something, that person is going to be made white. So I don't think the actual words the person says should change, but I kind of will just make people different races just because. Yeah. And I'll write it just to like kind of populate your brain with different Exactly. Colors. Because yeah. if you don't, um, it's always going to be white. Or like yeah, or the things the I go I go out for sometimes where it'll be like, you know, any ethnicity. I'm like, you mean white. Right. Like yeah. you may say yeah, any, but those. it's like you know what you want. Or like when I, I like I get some out like ethnically ambiguous. Right. You mean white or very close to it. Right. Like Somebody, to the point, anyone yeah. who could pass. They're Anybody like, who could pass. Like if you, if yeah. you do have an ethnicity, you need to be able to pass. Yeah. Right. It's like the Keanu, like Keanu Reeves or like the – there are certain, certain people Banderas. who – Even though we <laughs> know Spanish. He's just straight Spanish. I know, but he has like – but he's like – he's not like Javier Bardem like, or like – No, he was. But I mean like it's like – do you guys ever remember the movie The Wedding Planner? Yes. Where yeah. Jennifer Lopez, yeah, Jennifer Lopez, Lopez. Oh, the woman who was uh, on the six, the woman who was, you know, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm real. Right. Her character was Italian. No. She was Italian. Because that came out at the same time. Wow. For the block, that's, when, that's when she had the, exactly. that's when she, it was Jenny she Summer was when she had the movie Italian. and the album. Italian. Wow. No. Rewatch that shit. The guy who plays her father, it's like, she's supposed to be it from, I was like, what? I was like, what are we doing? Wait. But like literally, it's like that's funny. Just don't put on our bronzer; they're gonna make it work. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. out of sight, was she also Italian? Wasn't her dad Italian? Hold on a second, J Lo. All right, I, we're oh my god, how did we get here? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not letting this go. No, because, I'm about because we're starting right with we're <laughs> starting with the options for women of color. Options and for women so of color. It's don't true. Worry. I think it's it's it is it is uh, around the central point of this movie right. and the popularity of this movie. Maybe it didn't get those numbers, but remember, it is a sequel, which means that first one got the numbers. Right. So we're looking at, okay, what is it about Whoopi and what she was doing? And it's, yes. I mean, she was she was in a very uh, – she was truly hashtag blessed to come out and have those successes in it's a true. row that gave her some agency. Yes. You know, and I think that, like, the thing about that movie – the thing about Sister Act 2 that was, I mean, obviously it was about, you know, inner city kids and the struggle of their school um, – but they depicted stuff. I think what I remember, though, obviously, it's a kids' movie, so part of it is heavy-handed. But at the same time, I just I didn't feel like it was so heavy-handed. By that I mean I didn't feel like the kids were such sob stories. It wasn't. They were the same sob way. Stories. So many of those kind of movies where you go exactly. into inner cities, like every kid is living hand to mouth, and these were kids where it was like, I may have an after-school job, or we don't have money, but like I'm okay. Or and I think also too. What you find in that grouping of kids through, obviously, the choir and stuff, they all have a talent. They all have it. They're all so, talented. They're all smart in some way. They all have obvious, clear potential. And it's like the adjustment that needs to be made is so small. <laughs> no, it's true, though. Yeah. It's like it's like it's just an attitude adjustment. It's just like like mm-hmm. it's like what becomes in and is kind of, basically like I get it, you know. You think you know everything. You think you know everything. And, and you and you're also tired of like this yes. system yeah. mm-hmm. uh, or there's trouble at home or whatever. But I'm just telling you like, just work a little harder right. and like care a little more and you're going to do great things. She gave them hope. She gave them hope. And it was like, and I did like, there was, I did appreciate that because it, it wasn't, 
that's the thing is like those movies usually are very heavy handed. They're mm-hmm. usually very much like, oh, these these poor people, they can never get out. There's no way they'll ever get out of this, you know, unless somebody like grabs them and just has to like be there. And, and Whoopi is just like, I'm just going to let them actually do what they do and be like, you can in, rejoice in your uh, who you are. You know, yeah, which is, yeah. bad. and you know, okay, of course, it's very light. Everything is very light. You can read into this more. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I feel like it didn't need to be super But it didn't like, need to be heavy. It, it was fun. Because right. to me, it's like, and I think you touched on it, like, for instance, Lauren Hill's character, like, I know, Grand BDC, you didn't do the arts. Like, unless right. you had Duke Ellington, but those were for kids who, like, what you know was that saying? after school program? It was Duke Ellington was the school Dave Chappelle and Martin Lawrence went to. It was like uh, the it was like the LaGuardia of okay, DC. Okay. But if you went there, like there were no there were no there weren't a bunch of hood kids going to um, Duke Ellington. You know what I'm saying? That just wasn't how it was. If you were like in this movie, it's like, no, man, the arts. You want to do movies? What the man, shut up, go read a book. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's just what it is, <laughs> because that's all people know. Cause I remember the mom in this right. uh, movie. The line she says is, your dad can sing too, and your dad died chasing that same dream. Right. Right. And it's the thing of like, there's like, even at home, even as a thing of like, you're taking away hope from kids. Right. Yeah. That little thing coming from your mom is like oh, yeah. taking hope away, which I feel like a lot of kids could touch on without it being so like force fed down. Right. Yeah. I mean, think about it right now. Like, anytime a school needs to make a cut, it's always out of the arts. Art program, first one to go all the time. And that's the, that's the program that gives people an outlet to think and be creative instead of yeah. being like so systematically. Oh, and side note, in uh, Out of Sight, Jennifer Lopez's dad is played by an Italian man. So I guess she is Italian and Out of Sight as well. J-Lo, J-Lo. She's Jenny from the block, man. Is she, um, though? Which block? Uh, don't, be, don't be fooled by the rocks that she got. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man, I... I mean, no, man, I like this movie. I, it's just tricky because it's, yeah. it's, it's a thing of... Oh, there was the one line. There's one line that I did want to bring up, which was, was, was the guy, like, the... The guy who was going to close the school, the big bad white guy. <laughs> he did say one thing when he came in, and they were like, "They're like, how are we going to find? How are we going to find them?" And he goes, "Just look for the choir that looks like it just robbed a a liquor store." He and did I was like, "Say that? Say what?" He, he did. Say well, that. He straight up just said, "Just look for." And I was like, "Now." They're all clearly wearing robes. This was before they took off the robes. They've never done that before. So that means you were completely talking about their, their skin, skin color. Of course. Of course they, he was. Well, he was hilarious. <laughs> you know, this idea that he was, I mean, he was literally the epitome of uh, white power. Right. Stuffy, just like, I don't understand and I don't like it. I don't like, like it. That was his whole yeah. thing. But also, there were a thousand characters too, in this movie, by the way. It was kind of creepy because he knew characters. who she was, though, off break. He's like, how do I know her? Yeah, I know. I and was wondering that too. I'm like, how, how do, do you I, know her? You know, creepy She's old a man. What you show girl, but what do you know? How, what you um, know about that? I think we know many white men of that ilk. Oh okay. yeah, they're they they gonna go watch that. a certain show. Uh, they know they time. Are. He says it immediately. He's like, how do I know? I know. My he sister? knew her. He knew, he knew her. her. And I was to a sub, not even to the room. I, I was like, you freaky old man. Look at you, freaky old man. He was. He was real creepy. But there is. Can I? Can I? Okay. It's time. It's There's high. a segment on the show I like to call uh, The Swirl. All right. And knowing this segment, right, we realize even though this movie has a, a woman of color, usually like we review movies with a male of color, and they're leading the movie. If it's a white woman in the movie, they're their friend. Like mm-hmm. they're never the sexual lead right. with this. It's like it's, it's, it's forbidden. So I like to point out in movies, forbidden love. 
where it could have been a swirl. And this movie could have had a swirl. You know, Naomi is in a swirl. You ain't a swirl? You ain't know that? No. Small too. Can I ask you a real life swirl question? Can I ask you a real life swirl question? Because I find that most of my African American um, female friends in comedy uh-huh. all date white men. Yeah. Is that is but Phoebe Phoebe <laughs> Well Phoebe did, I mean you I mean Jonathan, you and Tessa are the we're, only Yeah, we're both mixed. Yeah. I Wait, mean, but well, is she a comedian? She's yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But like when I think about you, Caroline, Keisha, Mo, like almost Lily, she has dated some white men though. Oh, sorry, oh. that's too much. Maybe that's too, TMI. TMI. <laughs> oh no, that's enough. That's about to kill you. But, my, but I guess my question is, is it? it, it, it I'm just curious. Because I feel like it's just a trend. It's not a trend, but it's something I'm seeing. Is it because it's is is because there's more maybe in the world, especially in New York comedy, there's more like white guys who were approached or is it just oh like, definitely but then it's so funny you say that because i would say that then there's so many black dudes who have white girlfriends right in the comedy oh, thing too so really? it's like i was like it's like sh- i was like when people because this is about whole theory too it's really funny because i feel like this i feel good about it. i found it a silver lining when i'm with andy and we up in harlem and i just you know i'm just looking regular like i do today nobody say nothing when i put on my makeup and some effort in Suddenly, I'm a discredit to my race, okay? And I'm like, oh, I look good today if the black men are angry. (laughs) Because my point is, it's not like I chose Andy over a black guy. Do you know what I mean? It's not like I had this lineup of people and was like, yo! It was like, this is the person I met who expressed interest, who had a shared interest. Right. And then that worked. You know what I mean? And, and then I it was think, reciprocated. Right. And so like, that's like kind of why that happened. I think, I think it does. I think it has to do with like in New York... Um, perhaps the white men who come here, they're bolder. You know, they're ready to make a change. They're ready to do something with their lives. <laughs> See, I like that because, I mean, <laughs> once, once we start getting these mixed babies in there and just flood the population with mixed babies, then no one can say, oh, black, white, whatever, we all the same thing. Well, they're going to find a way, but I do believe the revolution will be taupe. But I do think even once we all start coming in, it's going to be like, well, you a little closer to eggshell. Are you a little closer to beige? Are we going to get straight shaders? We're going to get straight shaders out here? At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live. All so, right. So the swirl that could have happened in this movie, right? Okay. Here we go. Music. Oh, yeah. This is the thing. So at one point in this movie... Uh, Lauren Hill's character. I'm doing it for Lauren. Oh, you're gonna do it for Lauren Hill. Do it for Lauren. Okay. Because Whoopi. No, that already, makes sense. Because Whoopi already had. A and story, also, like, we've already established Whoopi's asexual. 
<laughs> Honestly, why do they? She should have been. She Whoopi should have had some love interest or something. In well, te- well, technically the first one, her her lover was a white dude who was chasing her. So I feel like she's already. <laughs> no, I mean, he, and then he she had a Hispanic dude. But then where did that guy go? I mean, he did listen, not man, come back for the sequel. Listen, man, things were tough. They couldn't get Hispanic dude in there, man. All right, all right, continue. They had to do it quick. Uh, anyway, so uh, what happens is uh, Lauren Hill's like, let's get out of here, guys. Do, do we want to? What's this messed up? We don't want to learn, do we? We don't want to learn from this sister. And she's like, who's with me? And then nobody stands up with her. Frank K. Frank K stood up. And Frank K looks down. So what's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the, the kid with the dashiki? What's his name? Uh, Amal or something. Amal? Like he looks down to Amal. Don't worry. I stand with you, sister. And he gets up and walks out with Lauren Hill, right? And they walk out. Wait, and they what? Just, he, he gets up. Because no, he tries he to. He does. He gets up. I'm, I'm rewriting the oh, movie. Oh, you're rewriting the movie. Uh, Y'all know how this works. I'm rewriting the movie. Come on, y'all. What is I, happening on this episode? I literally forgot. What is happening on this episode? All right, so listen. All right, know. so they get up. They get up. Know. All right, they get up and they walk out. And as we know, this is San Fran. So, <laughs> so the basketball courts are on the roof, right? So they go up there and they sit down on the yeah. bleachers and they have an, an intense conversation. And she's like, "Man, I just, I just feel like a lot of pressure coming from home." And he opens up about why he acts black oh. and why he shouldn't be like acting that. like that. But he just that feels like this good. is where he has to be I to like survive. That. I like that. And next thing you know. They're sitting there having this intimate moment of yeah. like her mom is going through some stuff. His dad isn't there, so he's learning from hip hop videos because he's the only white dude in the class. Wow. So you know what I'm saying? So they have this moment. Next thing you know, they, they realize like, oh, it's getting dark in the in the in the, in the light. The light comes on. <laughs> now it's just a single light above him. And then once that light hits, they both look up. And you know that move, you know that move in the movies where it's like, Oh, we about to we about to kiss right now? And it's that so and they both realize and it's slow motion. And it's a slow motion, slow motion kiss. Cause they're in a Catholic school, so they can't touch. So their arms are by their side the whole time. They can't touch. But they kiss and it's so deep and passionate. Boom. Squirrel wow. happened Got and it, it was a beautiful. You were worried. No, it was worried. She's like, what do you think about this? About this? But it wasn't that bad of a squirrel. Honestly, that was the least offensive swirl. That was a very delicate swirl. That was good. Listen, that was softer. Sometimes it's sexy. Sometimes it's beautiful, you know? <laughs> my uh, my coworker was listening to our podcast and skipped over the last swirl that we did. The Catwoman swirl. <laughs> he was like, nope, nope. Because nope. he had Halle Berry and Sharon Stone having a lesbian sex scene. And my man's like, what? What's wrong with lesbian? I'm like, it had nothing to do with that. <laughs> It had everything to do with two iconic, they were the gorgeous least. women. They were the least. having a. <laughs> they're not a, neither. Their characters were lesbians. <laughs> this is my thing. If we did right. Star Wars, anyway. I would have made uh, Finn. If we did that again, I would make Finn and um, Pope, um, Pope homosexual. It's cool. Okay, yeah, but that's different. That's because oh, we don't okay. know their. We don't know their. We're introduced to those characters. They're, we're introduced to Sharon Stone. And Alex no, Sharon. Sure. All right, whatever. <laughs> I'm not doing it. They both, boom, had, boom, boom. they both had male interest in the movie. The entire movie. Okay. Next is the cause. The cause. We don't have James the Third here to talk about. What movie is he talking about now? I think he's doing, like, James does a bit where he talks about. The thing is, we love Will he Smith. Ta- yeah, he always picks Smith. a bad Will Smith movie to try to taint Will yeah. Smith's a good name. So he used to always bring up, is Hancock a good movie? Which is not. <laughs> if After Earth was a good movie. It is and they not. And they reviewed After Earth finally on the Blink Check podcast. Um, and it's not a good movie. And then what is? I think he's one? doing Bagger Vance now. Oh, Legend of Bagger Vance. That's I, when he plays the magical. Negro. Do you have you done? Have you done a whole like I've never seen magical that. Negro series? We talked we about should. the magical Negro. It's just hard to we watch. We talked man. about it in wait because we already wait. Do we have a magical Negro one? I don't think we've had a magical yet? Negro. You haven't done the Green Mile. We haven't oh, done. We have not. You done know why we haven't done a magical Negro movie? Because we haven't done a Morgan Freeman movie yet. 
That is true. <laughs> and the Green uh, Mile is a great one. That Negro don't play it every... I guess it would... Actually, anyway. Really we should, do, we should definitely do Shawshank. Okay. Um, what we're going to do now, though, is talk about... Uh, we're going to do the cause. So the cause is we rate the film not based on how much we liked it, mm-hmm. but how much it helped the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood in major motion pictures. Mm-hmm. So we give it either a black fist, meaning one it fist. completely helped the cause... A white palm, meaning it was so-so, or nothing, meaning it didn't help at all. Okay. I'm going to give it a black fist. Oh, oh what? right out the what? gate. He just went out. Right what? out the gate. I'm not all here right. to make friends. Do you know what you're going to do? <laughs> yeah, I know I'm going to do it. All right, we're going to count down for us. Oh, you I just, I just gave it a black fist, too. You know I what? just jumped the gun. I just jumped the gun on it. I didn't know how it was played. I didn't really know it. I'm going to give it a black fist, too. Don't feel peer pressure. You don't feel pressure. No, no, no. This movie gets a black fist. You want to go first? I feel like you're questioning it. Do you want to wait? No, I mean, do you want to go yeah, first? You, you were you so... Say why I believe it deserves yeah, a black yeah. fist. Um, I'm going to say two... I mean, the, the leads. Two dark-skinned women That's as the true. leads. We had some braids going. We had the we braids. Had oh, and Whoopi's being... natural hair. Oh, we, I can't believe we didn't talk about that. Amazing. <laughs> I was just like they let they and she had a wig too. They were they didn't too. say like they didn't say like hey you got to straighten that hair. They're like nah go out and bigger the bigger the better <laughs> and it's beautiful and half the time her uh, and nobody's talking about it. What is what is what is the the headpiece that the habit the, the habit. habit half the time you could tell it didn't fit her because her head was so big it was like mm-hmm. on the back her of her head because her head was right so she had a real kind of lean back mm-hmm. forehead yeah. free um, and again you know because the movie. Because in a way, I think it was a little flip on the first one, which was her going to these white nuns and right. being like, here's soul, you know, and here's right. a great. And then this one was the white nuns being like, we can't do this alone. <laughs> Whoopi, will you come and talk to the children? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, fill us with the light of day, you know, <laughs> light, light of, of day. day. Oh, man. I, I just want to piggyback. I, 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 no, man, I think you hit it right on the head. It's- Two dark-skinned black women. I think it's key because you rarely see that. True. And this movie came out, what, 1993? Is that 24, 23 years ago? Holy crap. 23. And the thing is, like, even in the, in, in that 23-year span, we're having trouble coming up with a woman of color, any woman of color, to lead a movie by herself. Jackie Brown. I just thought of another one. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. I mean, I mean the mere fact that we got to three. Four, four, including Holly Berry. We still got. 20, we're still doing that on one hand. And twenty-three years is crazy. The fact that she accomplished that, the fact that the first one made so much money, and that fact that this one even made a profit. I love that the kids in that classroom were diverse in the actual sense of diverse. Right. Meaning that you had white kids in there, you had black kids, and it was just not a thing. No one called. Like the only time Frank A was called out was because he. Spoken slang be because black, he was pretending right. to be black and now he's like moment. Which he should have been because he was appropriating <laughs> black culture, just like these people nowadays are taking box braids and break you know. Right. Oh my god, okay. As you got to see, I was a koofy wearer backing in the day. Like, <laughs> trying to preach something. But also it was cool too that the director Bill Duke was black. Mm-hmm. And it just Yeah, I didn't know that. That's all awesome. it just it just it was just nice and a happy movie that a woman of color went into an urban neighborhood. And helped out. Yeah. Like, how often is it that a person of color gets to go back to the hood, if you will, in a movie and help? 
Usually, I mean, we think about it. we talk about Michelle Pfeiffer. We talk about that movie, The Substitute. Yeah, like there was that only, one that my parents talked about, the Sydney Portier yeah. one. I mean, technically, oh no, he three. helped out white children. He helped out white yeah. kids, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, technically, the only other time a black person helped out in the hood is uh, Lean on Me, which was wasn't again, there one where an Hispanic, Hispanic an Hispanic teacher helped That's out a, some kids? Well, oh, Lean yeah. on Me was Morgan Freeman. Oh, Stand and deliver. Deliver. Stand deliver. Yeah, yeah. Stand and Morgan deliver. Freeman helped out um, people yeah. on Lean on Me. I mean, I just Coach Carter. Oh, kind of. Kind of. He played basketball. Good yeah, enough. Not, not exactly. It counts. It counts. <laughs> he not exactly out. Oh, same. no. Co- coaches count. Coaches okay. count. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, why I like you go ahead. Yeah, but. I give it a black fist because, I mean, it's actually Naomi kind of hit it on the head right in you the did. beginning with the idea that in the 90s, it was just a better time. It was a better time to be black. It was a, a better time to be black in the industry. It just was. You had it more just, outlets. Th- because there were, you think about it, like all these huge stars, like, Whoopi, Wesley, Smith. You know what I mean? Like you had all of these, and, and then not to mention all the TV shows with mm-hmm. Brandy and and uh, Jamie Fox had a Jamie show. Fox Jamie had a Fox. show. D.L. Hughley had a show. Damon Wayne's had a show. Steve Harvey, Marge, Harvey, show. The living, Parkers, Living Single, Living yeah. Single, Sister, Sister, Every I mean, uh, Smart Guy, Smart Guy, like Keenan and Kale. That's how that's how good it was. My brother that and there me. There was spinoffs of black spin-off shows because it's Keenan. The spinoff. Okay, in the nineties we got the spin off. Hold on, wait, wait. There was, there was one with Do you the, understand that? There was one with the Latino. That is, that's one a Latino Latino Hello, Family Matters? We were oh, Family Matters. G-I-F. We were Obviously Fresh TV. Prince. Fresh I mean, everything. What, what was the one with the Latina girl who went to the school of the arts in uh LaGuardia? I'm gonna look that up though. Hold on. I'm, y'all I'm, keep going. I'm sorry, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> we uh <laughs> You didn't know care nothing about Oh my goodness. I love it. I no no no. Uh um but yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this was that quintessential 90s film that was like, race, is, we're not going to pretend race doesn't exist, mm-hmm. but we're not going to hammer it home. Everybody here is equal. Uh, if white people act out of line, we're going to call them out just a little bit. <laughs> we're not going to, we're not going to hammer it home. It's not going to be a heavy, like over, you know, sentimental, whatever. Like, I mean, that wasn't what this film was about. Um, and we're going to have fun. You know what I mean? It was. It is this part of like the idea in like the nineties, like black people are cool because like black people were cool, man. Yeah, just they cool. were just, just cool. cool, and it was like it replaced the the nineties helped replace the thinking of like black people aren't lazy, they aren't they aren't stupid, they aren't uh, degenerates, hooligans, all this stuff. It was just like right. they're just cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like oh, like if you're oh you're black, you're you're a cool. Like I <laughs> and like even though that's somewhat. I'm sure there's still something in there. If like if yeah. an Africana studies teacher came in there, they would explain to me why that was right. so, somewhat like problematic. And it's a little reductive and stuff, but like it was to me, it was like the step forward. And you would think, great, we're here now in '93. We're, we're going to get to a better place. <laughs> I, and I don't know why it didn't I mean, happen, but it wasn't the fault of this movie. No, it wasn't. Uh, and the thing is, this movie did everything to be like, yes. It even brought us new talent. You new know talent. What I mean? Like Lauren Hill and the other kids who were singing and stuff. Yeah, like, even if they didn't these get young utilized. Actors, but they were still there. there. I mean, they were still there. I think about this movie. I also think about what was it, that show, New York Undercover, which had like a black um, dude, a Puerto Rican, a Latina, a Latina uh, like lieutenant who was in charge. Tiana. Was the name of the the interesting? The, I never heard of that. Tiana was on very it was it was on very shortly, but it was like <laughs> I remember Tiana because like she was in the city and she was in like Manhattan and she was like learning. And it was an art school. And <laughs> she was, was like, listen, oh. already we already we named like Martin 15, Lawrence, 20 hanging movies. with Mr. Cooper, hanging like, with Mr. We could keep doing, man. We can keep that's going. A dream. We yeah. we've gotten to twenty in the nineties. Right now in two thousand sixteen, we got what 
Technically, we got two. We got blackish. We got fresh off the boat. Empire, uh, Empire, and we got uh, Jane the, the dramas. Like we, by the yeah, way, the we dra- were because we were all only sitcoms. counting sitcoms. Yeah, <laughs> I said New York Undercover, all sitcoms. Technically, we got three: Jane the Virgin, uh, Jane the Virgin, that's uh, good. Was right. it Jane the Virgin, and then you know, it's an hour long. And I guess uh, Master of None, maybe. If you could, oh, Master, Master of None. None, Master of None. All right. Anyway, we got so, four. I know it's getting it's getting a little better in the TV, but film. Whew. Anyway, so three Black Fists. Whoopi is awesome. I'm sure we'll do some more of her films. We didn't talk yeah. too much. We'll, we didn't talk about how deep. she's kind of changed now. We, we didn't. Yeah, we really, skated over it. But we were going to talk about the Whoopi we grew up with. Right. Yeah. We were talking about nostalgia Whoopi. Whoopi. Not like Whoopi now. Because, like, look, here's the thing, man. When people grow up, when people get older, they start saying some stuff. And you're just like, damn, you're not. Well, I think it also speaks to what you mentioned about her being raceless. And we wonder how right. does that really get in your her. head? Yeah. And how do you think about that? I know. I mean, to be, that's, to be in the spotlight for that long. Exactly. You get it twisted. Yeah, no, but you, you get start, it twisted. You start getting it twisted. And it's like, to be honest, it's like not defending her, but it's like when you've been in the spotlight, you've, you've won your Oscar. You've done a table. Right. I mean, think about it. Even this Oscar season, Sidney uh, uh, Poitier kind of said some, some stuff about african-american actors and just being better and it's like hey man you won one like well because you know like, what you know what it is you know, they're bro? talking about from how they did it yeah you know what it. i mean like the culture that they grew up in and what they had to do right so it's like it may, to me i i give those i give people passes because it's like yeah i get it you're talking about what you had to go through mm-hmm. how you did it this is the knowledge that you can impart it's impossible for them to know what's what happening now, now. Yeah. you know what i mean yeah, they, they just old, can't so know that. Respect That's what I'm saying. Say. They're old, and like, like take their wisdom, them. and then <laughs> and then everything else you just toss it in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> it's like man, you man, uh, we love. Honestly, if there are elderly people listening to our show, we love you. Is no, that saying, a word? Is no, that? I feel like old people is is not right. Elderly, you're right. Elderly, right? Yeah. Let's let's say age like fine wine. Age like fine yeah. wine. Yeah, you know what our saying? elders. Got, I feel like elders. You know what? Something elders sounds better than elderly. Elders is good. But I do like referring to old people as fine wine. If there's any fine wine, listen to this. Fine wine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Like young dudes. (laughs) I'm trying to quit my job. Yes. <laughs> Just so you know, Naomi, is there anything you'd like us to plug your Twitter handle? Sure, I mean, it's I think it's on brand for the podcast. It's yeah. uh, at Blacktress, and it's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled. You just gotta yes. get on Twitter early. Boom, You're boom. welcome. Yes, uh, Broad City is still in its season. Keep watching that. Braylock was on this season. Uh, yes, yeah, he was. Yeah. Braylock was on this season. With the slick back, <laughs> the slick back. I remember watching that photo. <laughs> Man, uh, watch that. What's the Whoopi one was just the one before, I think. It's like two episodes, two, two episodes ago. Oh, yeah. They reenact, you know, the same for Stack. Uh, Sean Diston, a UCB performer, is the token black guy in it. I'm jealous of him, but yeah, also right. so excited because it looks so funny. Well, they also had Chris Gethard dressed up like Ahmad. Oh, what? Like they had him in the Koofy. Didn't you see? They did have the Koofy. With like a vest, that's like a funny. Kente vest. Like it was just like. Yo, oh, that's, so oh, Lord, that's so good. That's so good. Great. Uh, nothing else? Nope. Great. Uh, thank you so much for being. Thanks here. for coming. Honestly, oh, great. can we go out on a song? Oh, we should definitely go out on a song. Which, which one? There's they so have Nick fade us out. Also, also I well, we, it up. it's it's, it's, uh, it's kind of green ball, beans but... hey, and collard greens. That's that's I looked it up, but we don't have to sing that one. Oh, it's not a real oh. Song. I don't know it. The only other song we haven't sung is "Ain't No Mountain High Enough." <laughs> Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. Ain't no river wide enough to keep me from you. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. Ain't no river wide enough to keep me from you. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. Ain't no river 
to keep me from getting to you, baby. Peace no ring. Oh, I was. Are we going to We going to See you next week. Bye bye. Hey guys, Johnson Braylock here in the studio by myself. I'm about to do some plugs. Sorry, I, I yelled at you. Uh, first up, guys, New York City Podfest, NYC Podfest, May 22nd, Sunday, May 22nd, 3 p.m. Buy your tickets now. They are on sale. Check out our website. And by the way, our website, it's now just blackmenpodcast.com. That's right. We finally stopped being cheap and bought the domain name, blackmenpodcast.com. Plus, I've been like tinkering around with it. I think it looks pretty nice. Thank you, Squarespace, even though you're not necessarily paying for this plug, but like, thank you anyway. Uh, so yeah, go there. You can click on, uh, on our, I think I, I think I named it shows or events or whatever. <laughs> it shows. Click on that. We have the link up. Also, we have... Uh, Two more shows of Journey Through Black History. If you are in New York City, we have two more shows, and that's it. It's going to be over. So Thursday, April 14th at 8 p.m., or two weeks from then, Thursday, April, let's see, if you carry the 7 plus 14, 28th, also at 8 p.m. Those tickets are also 5 bucks. That's right. We're giving you comedy for mad cheap. So come out. Uh, personal plugs. My, you can follow me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, at John Braylock, J-O-N-B-R-A-Y-L-O-C-K, johnbraylock.com uh, for my own shows and stuff like that. And I got Snapchat, Little John 2001 That's right. I didn't do John Braylock because I'm stupid. Honestly, I should have just did that. But I, I don't know. I had this thing where I was like, I don't, want, I don't know if I want everybody looking at my Snapchat. So, but I'm, now I'm giving it out publicly, so it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, Little... Spelled L-I-T-T-L-E-J-O-N, the year 2001-2001. You can follow Jarrah. Jarrah finally got a Twitter, at Jarrah Milligan. I don't know how to spell his name, though, so figure that out. And James, at James, third comedy. That's third, three R-D. The number three, and then R-D. At James, third comedy on Twitter and Instagram, jamesthirdcomedy.com. Uh, and next week we are reviewing the film, the spook who sat by the door. That's right. The spook who sat by the door. You probably don't know what that is. It came out in the seventies. Uh, but we have a special guest with us. I'm not going to say his name just in case (laughs) it doesn't happen, but, but we'll, we'll talk about it next week, but we got a special guest. He's a, he's it's a good one. It's going to be fun. So uh, go watch that movie. It's online for free on YouTube. And honestly, there's no other way to watch it. So that's not even a... Just watch it online on YouTube for free. Anyway, that's about it. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.